Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. And we're not only passionate about the message, but we're also passionate about getting the message out to people. Now, several reasons. One, you don't know if you don't hear it, but we love podcasting. We love just the other things that we do, like our membership. We love getting this message out. And I'll tell you why I feel so moved to really share this is that what I had heard recently was that you're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. Hey, what's up? We're glad to have you here with us on this episode. There's something that I heard recently that I've heard a number of times that I just, I really have to share. So I'm going to dive right into it. But if you've heard any of our previous episodes, you know that we're very passionate about what we share with you here on Whole Food Plant-Based Living. Firstly, it's because we've seen the transformation that it has created in our lives, people that we know, our clients. Yeah, we hear changed. stories of other people that have just made dramatic changes. I mean, people with heart disease that reverse. I mean, people that were too sick to have surgery and basically told, you have about six months left to live. Just go enjoy that time. And these people live for decades. Yeah, it decades. changes everything. I mean, we know how it changed things in our life. I was so sick. It was just this feeling of helplessness and hopelessness, just not knowing what to do. Going to doctor's visits, trying to get answers, and not really knowing, having a plan or knowing what to do. And then finding this and finding all the research and spending the years digging that we did we're just, we can't keep this to ourselves. You know, we've got to let people know how to do this because you have more control over your life than what you realize. And we're not only passionate about the message, but we're also passionate about getting the message out to people. Now, several reasons. One, you don't know if you don't hear it, but we love podcasting. We love just the other things that we do, like our membership. We love getting this message out. And I'll tell you why I feel so moved to really share this is that what I had heard recently was that it takes about 17 years from whenever information comes out when it's in the medical schools or the PA schools or nurse practitioner schools. It takes 17 years for that to really become the normal practice 
in the exam room. So, so once the science is out, once the science is there, on average, that means it's taking some practices longer to adopt this or to to take it in and start teaching it to people. For it to really to be the normal practice, yes. I mean, it's almost two decades. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. And so I, yeah. I think it's that not that the doctors don't care, the nurse practitioners, the no. PA. I think they care greatly, and that's why they've gone into this profession well, of we know trying to help heal. Because we're in the medical profession. And well, I am a PA, right? <laughs> and I work with doctors and nurse practitioners. Yeah, and I'm a so. nurse, so there you go. I mean, when you're an RN or you're a PA and you're a doctor, I mean, you go into this because nine times out of ten or more, it's because you care about people. And you really want to make a difference in a, a very real personal way. But in school, we're not really taught much in the way of nutrition. I mean, it's honestly only a few hours out of the thousands of hours that we spend in our training. Now, thankfully, there is the promise of this change coming. And one reason being is that there is a branch of medicine called lifestyle medicine. So when you say there's a promise of a change coming, what do you mean there? Well, what I mean is that with lifestyle medicine, it is a branch that really pushes trying to make changes that heal conditions, not just control them. Right. So rather than taking medications to try to control a symptom, then they're looking at getting underneath to the underlying cause, which is what we teach as well, which is so funny because when we went through all our issues and all our problems that we were having health-wise and we're digging and trying to find the stuff, we put all these things together based on the research that we looked at over years and years and years on our own. And then, boom, come to find out that there's this up-and-coming smaller branch of medicine now that has put all the stuff together also. And it's so, not just put it together, but it's backed by science. It's right. backed by studies. It's backed by evidence. And so, so that's what led Jared to go on and get certified in lifestyle medicine. I have become a certified lifestyle medicine professional. Yeah, because we felt like it was important to have the, you know, the title to go along with it and that body of evidence that was there that they've already gathered. Although we already had the foundation. I mean, we had figured this stuff out, picking and piecing it together bit by bit, piece by piece. And we learned extra things that also they don't teach. And with our own experience, we also have experience of how do you cook it? How do you prepare it? How do you do things in a way that makes it taste good? And they're looking more at this is the science behind why you need to do it and you need to do this kind of like if you've watched the documentaries forks over knives what the health which by the way if you haven't seen those watch them definitely watch them like they'll open your eyes it'll light a fire under (laughs) you where you're going i have to do this now i understand why and then you're left at the end going but what do i do and that's where we come in because we want to show you how especially as a busy woman you know you're i get it i'm a homeschool mom to four children ages eight to sixteen and I run a business full time as well with Jared and we're just, we have a lot going on that we're passionate about that we want to see happen, but you can't, you can't make those things happen if you can't function well, you know, if you can't even make it off the couch. Yeah. I mean, like I was just exhausted. I felt constantly exhausted. I was in pain all the time. Um, I had to pull stools up to the kitchen stove by dinner time to cook because I was just so tired. And you have to know how to do it in a way that not only um, tastes good also, because if it doesn't taste good, you know, you're not going to continue it. It's got to be simple, enjoyable, and delicious. Those are our three pillars. If it doesn't taste, if it's not easy, first of all, 
then you're not going to continue to do it. If you've got to keep counting calories and points and grams of this and that, that's not going to work. And then if it's not enjoyable, if you just hate every moment of it, you're not going to continue that. Then why would you? Yeah. I mean, nobody in their right mind would. That's insanity. (laughs) And then if it's not delicious, then obviously you're not going to want to do it. And, you know, a lot of times your experience is when you start eating healthier and you're eating more plants and things like that, you try these recipes and they take you forever and they end up not tasting good. And you're out all this money and all this time and you sit down and you have this, Oh, it's going to taste good. And you expect the curtains to part. And then it's this big flop because the food and the recipes just just aren't good. Yeah. It's such a letdown. It was okay. And nobody wants to live on that forever. So we, we, you know, you need somebody to teach you how to build this arsenal of foods, this treasure chest of foods that over time you're going to just look forward to eating. And it's not going to be some meal plan that somebody just made up for you. Although we do provide basic meal plans to help people get started. It's not going to be that. So I didn't mean to sideswipe the topic today, but we just get so passionate about this because you need to understand that you're going to the doctor trying to get them to give you all the answers first of all a lot of them don't understand and it's not their fault they just don't have the information it takes a while to get it down the pipeline like and that's the huge saying. problem and that's why it's exciting to hear about lifestyle medicine because it's starting to make its way into a few med schools and mm-hmm. it's going to start training the next generation of medical providers but that's still going to be a while because you have four years from med school about two, two and a half years for PA school, like mm-hmm. with what I went through, nurse practitioner school, on top of their bachelor's education is a couple years. Mm-hmm. And then with doctors, you have residency. At minimum, you're looking at three years, sometimes more like five to six years, depending on what they're doing. Right. So then you're looking at a doctor has 10 years of their medical training before they're really out on their own, on their own practice. And it just, it takes time. And you don't really have that time. I mean, if you're in a situation where you're hurting, you don't have the energy, you're like Anita was, and there were a number of times where she told me, I feel like I'm dying. Oh, I did. I feel like you need to take me to the ER. And if I felt like I could get a viable solution there, I would have you take me there right now. Yeah. I don't ever want anybody to have to experience that. And I know, I mean, every day I just felt like I was having to force myself to make it through the day. I had no energy and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And nothing that was being suggested to me was helping. And if I start taking medications, then I have all the side effects side that effects. come with that. Well, there are no side effects to the five foundational foods. I'm just saying there are no side effects. Well, there are side effects. Unless energy. Yeah, you want to count energy. I mean, that's not yeah. a bad side effect. Energy, um, your joints stop hurting, your skin problems start to go away, your risk of diabetes, cancer, all these different things greatly decreases. Seriously, if you could cut the risk of all these things in half or even more like what whole plant foods do, do to you in a pill like if there was a pill that would do what whole plant foods do everybody would be on it i'm just saying like everybody would be prescribing it the company would be making billions of dollars and people would quit asking for antibiotics and they'd be going and asking for that pill that would be the the new thing that would be the new norm right i want this pill that will make me feel great does exist but it's not in a pill no 
No, it's in the beautiful it's, colors and in the produce section. And on a fork. Yeah, beautiful colors in your produce section, the dry goods section, the um, like the frozen food section. But you don't know what you don't know, like Jared said. And you just need somebody to take you by the hand and show you how to do that. And it's really not hard. It's so doable. It's so easy. It can be very, very quick. And we know we're all busy today. We want you to feel your best and be able to accomplish the things that you have in store for you to do. And you cannot do those things if you're constantly just trying to survive the day until the time you can drop back into bed at bed at night because you're exhausted, right? You've got to do something to fuel yourselves. When you're that tired, when you're hurting and when your body's developing disease, it's sending you a message. The message is help me. I need nutrients that I'm not getting. And you've got to, it's not just what, sometimes it's not just what you're eating, a lot of times it's also what's not there. What you're not eating. Yeah. So it's both. I heard something today where people say that the common response to the whole food plant-based way of eating is, well, what about the protein? Oh, please. Well, <laughs> but what they said after that, though, is really, what about the fiber? Because you're going to get protein. Right. If you eat plants enough to meet right. your energy requirements, you're going to get the protein. There's no but concern. But 97% of the people don't get anywhere near the amount of fiber that they do in any given or they need to in any given day. Right. So Jared's saying 97% of people on average do not get the fiber they need in a day. Well, where does fiber come from? Which animal products contain fiber? Think about that for a minute. Boom. Zero. Zero. There is no fiber in animal products, yet fiber is the fuel, the food for your good gut bacteria. How are you going to be well if your microbiome, if your gut bacteria is not getting its food? The good bacteria will die off. The bad bacteria will take over. And that causes a whole host of problems with immunity, autoimmunity, inflammation, just you name it, digestive issues, colon cancer, esophageal cancer, all the digestive things. There's just, I said all the digestive things. There are probably other things that are causing some of the digestive issues, but just there's so many problems that are caused by having your microbiome out of whack, right? There are a ton of them. Absolutely. And so if you're not getting fiber, there's no food coming in for your good gut bacteria and they're starting to die off. So what they found is that within a month, just 30 days of figuring out how to get those foods in a way that's easy, enjoyable, and delicious then what happens when you're getting those five foundational foods on a regular basis? You can rebuild your gut bacteria, your gut microbiome. You can rebuild that within 30 days, as fast as 30 days. Really? Like what pill are you going to take that's going to do that for you without any side effects where you're going to start feeling better and seeing the effects just within 30 days? And let me tell you what happens. You start feeling so good. Your taste buds start to change. Foods don't even taste the same to you anymore. Your cravings change. Yeah. I mean, really, honestly, cravings as we know it and as you think about it, when we say cravings, those fall away. I mean, they really fall away. It's not like I sit here and I'm just craving stuff. When I have a craving for a vegetable or something, it's just me, my body saying it's hungry. And that's just what I want now when I'm hungry. It's not like a, if I don't have that, I'm, if I don't have those Doritos, I'm going to die. It's a different thing or cheese. Or the I've cheese. Got to have yes, cheese. The that pizza. was me. So yeah. it's almost more like a preference of, now, yeah, you know what? I'd, I'd like to have, oh, red beans and rice tonight. Right. 
But I've got to stop you on the pizza because we do still uh, have our pizza. What we do to eat pizza is just the cheese. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah. I think of it like pizza just smothered in cheese. Yeah. And we do have cheese on it. I make like a one minute cheese sauce, two minute cheese sauce that we put on it and it firms up like cheese. It's absolutely amazing. But we love it every bit as much. But the reason why I think of cheese on pizza is that I just I remember in the past having it where we would order it and you're sitting at the table and you're waiting for it to come. And you just, once you have that first bite, it's the case of morphines from the cheese. We've talked about that in a they prior episode. Then once yourself. it gets into your stomach and that case of morphine hits, it's on just On your this, brain. On your brain. It's just kind of like, ah. Oh. Right. The cheese doesn't literally go to your brain, but there is a substance in the cheese that yes. actually affects. The casein in the cheese gets broken down yes. and it releases a, a smaller component that's called casomorphine. And it acts like morphine on the brain. So you get that, right. that little... Ah, I feel good now. I've had my cheese. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. No, absolutely not. And a friend of ours calls it food freedom. I mean, she just says, you know, I've just been released from that. The addictions that I had (laughs) that I didn't even know I was addicted. And it's amazing. And then you don't get that sluggish, slow feeling. Another friend was talking to me the other day and he said, you know, I just... I eat those things now and I just feel sluggish and slow. It's like you've got to think the oils, the fats, the butters, the sour creams. We still have things that are sour creamy and cheesy. I've got to have those things, but we just have to learn to do it in a different way. Some things that have fat like avocado, we don't go crazy on it, but we have it. So there's still some fat in there, right? but it's different. It's just it fuels your body and it energizes your body instead of feeling like it takes away like mm-hmm. having, having a big thanksgiving meal where you have to rest for two or three hours to digest it eating this way we don't have that no so coming back full circle to the topic at hand are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more friend we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode. Yes, coming back to it. There again, there's a delay between when something hits the studies, the this scientific new information, yeah, the new information versus when it comes out to your provider mm-hmm. can be almost two decades. And we like to get information from our providers. We want them to be the authority, and rightfully so. I mean, right. they went to school for this, they study. We still do continuing education. As a PA, I have to have 50 hours per year of continuing education. Mm-hmm. And this is obviously very important so that we can stay informed of the latest trends and latest information and studies. But, you know, that's true of anything. I mean, even in whole food plant-based and in the realm we're in and eating it and doing things like that over time. I mean, I'm constantly, I'm still in the kitchen, finding new ways to create things, easier, quicker ways to do things. I'm always trying to make it more simple and more enjoyable for us and for our clients because this is our life too, you know, and I'm not going to stop learning and growing and ever think that I know it all because the minute I do that is when I'm harming myself. But we know that we have a great solid base with all the training that we've gotten and we just always want to keep learning and growing and you should too always no matter what you're doing keep learning and growing but when you get back into the doctor's office 
and you're asking about nutrition, a lot of times, especially if you've already been doing some research on your own, you may actually know more about some of this stuff than your doctor Mm -hmm. just because they haven't had the education. And regretfully, there are a lot of schools, too, that teach it doesn't really matter what you eat. Right. So there's not only not an emphasis on teaching about it, they're really saying, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Listen, I just... does matter. It does matter. I just heard a testimonial of a woman who had endometriosis. It was so bad. And she was just recently married. And it was so bad. It's an overgrowing of your uterine lining. And it can cause you to be infertile, to not be able to have children. Well, her doctor had told her hers was so bad, she would never be able to have children. And she needed to have a hysterectomy because she was having pain from this. And so... She went ahead and scheduled a hysterectomy. It was just, it was a crushing blow for her because she was, had again, she was married, but they didn't have children. And so she had a friend who knew about Whole Food Plant Based who told her, look, just try this while you're waiting for the surgery. It was, I don't know, maybe four weeks out, six weeks out, something like that. It wasn't long, but long enough for her to really start trying it and see some results. So she went all in. She did whole food plant-based for like four or six weeks. She goes in on the day of surgery. The doctor proceeds to do the surgery, um, opens up her abdominal cavity and finds that there's no endometriosis. It's gone. This, I think you said there was a little bit of scar tissue there, but that... That was it. It, it was A gone. little bit of scar tissue. I think he cut away some adhesions where the scarring had happened, but it was gone. She woke up from surgery and he said, guess what? You still have your uterus. I don't know what happened. He said to her husband, like, I don't know what happened, but it's just gone. Her husband said, oh, well, she started eating whole food plant-based. He goes, no, that could, that couldn't be it. That couldn't be it. Okay. This is what Jared's talking about when he's saying what he just said a minute ago. That Right. That they're saying that it doesn't really matter what you eat. Right. It doesn't matter what you eat. And that you just have that planted in your head. Like it can't possibly be as simple as changing the way you're living to whole plant foods. You know, it's got to be something else. That can't be it. But a lot of times it really is just that simple. It's something that's simple. But when you change what you're doing, always look at the long-term effects of it, okay? Because And look into stuff. Jared and I have studied this. We've dug into it. And a lot of the diets out there now that that come across as healthy, that people are jumping on the bandwagon of because they like to eat a lot of fatty foods or they think it's the diet of the caveman or whatever that the case be. Uh, you know, that they think, oh, well, I can have my bacon and feel good too. And they're dropping weight. And that's great because what they're doing is more whole food, even though it's not the foods that we recommend, it's still a little better than the processed stuff they were eating in the box. So they're going to lose weight. They're going to start feeling a bit better. But on the inside, what's happening to the vessels? What's happening to your organs? Okay, you've got to ask these questions. You are going for the long term. If you want to get well, because you have things you want to do, you want to make memories with your children, you want to travel to all these amazing places, you want to build a business, you want to leave your legacy as um, as a purpose-driven woman, you know, you've got things that you want to do. You cannot do that by just losing some pounds. That's not going to work. You need something that's going to heal you from the inside that will address the root causes of these problems, not just try to drop some pounds. That's never going to work. Well, and- Excuse me, and you could lose pounds but still have a heart attack in your 40s or 50s. Yeah, there's skinny people that 
have heart attacks. And this is why, because it's not the root cause isn't being dealt with. And when, well, like Anita was saying, go and do some research for yourselves. We're not going to bring you any information here that's not backed by science. But as with all things, go and research it for yourself. Now, another thing that we want to make sure to let you know is, and this is really, really important. If you don't have a medical provider who understands these things or, know, or knows about them, look on Lifestyle Medicine's website. What's their web address? Lifestylemedicine.org. So go there. You can look under provider directory and find someone in your area who's trained in eating this way, in living this way. It's not just about what you eat. I mean, we also teach about other things in our courses and online. And, well, um, and lifestyle just, medicine does too. Lifestyle medicine as, does in as general, well. They, so, they touch upon a lot of different topics. So that's a great way, a great resource that you can go to and find a provider who would support you on your journey. We're not saying absolutely leave your provider, but if you find that they're not supportive of what you want to do and you've seen the research and you've heard the things that we presented to you and you know, hey, I want to get in this group. I want to learn these things. But when I go to my doctor, I want somebody or my physician assistant or my nurse practitioner or my nurse. I want somebody who's going to be supportive of the lifestyle changes I'm making so that they understand it. So they'll work with me to adjust my medicine. Because what happens many times is people are on medication for Various diseases, blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, and it is very typical for people to come off their medications or at least greatly decrease the amount they're on when they start eating whole food plant based, and it can happen rather quickly. And you end up becoming over medicated because the problem is starting to be corrected. So they really need to be watching you, right? So when you start this journey, make sure your practitioner knows, and it's really great if you can have one that supports you in the journey and knows what to look for and is willing to help you adjust your medications. Because if your need for them decreases and you're still on the same dosage, that's not a good thing either. And I would like to say, even if you don't have somebody that's specifically in lifestyle medicine in your area, stay with your provider and let them know. Maybe they don't agree, but you can still say, listen, I want to try some of these changes with your oversight so that you're watching what I'm doing. So like mm -hmm. I said, even if they don't 100% agree, they know about it and they can keep an eye on your labs, keep an eye on your medication levels. Right. Very, you got to do it very safely. Important. Very important. We are so glad that you've joined us today. We've loved having you with us again. And if you find this podcast to be helpful, please help us spread the word. Tell your friends, tell coworkers, family members, tell them about our podcast. We'd love to have them join us too. The more the merrier. We're going for a whole food plant-based revolution here. Love it. So also, if you have any questions, comments, mm -hmm. or ideas for a podcast you would love to hear, please send us an email at podcast at thecrunchycouple.com. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And until then, here's to your health.